Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Did you sleep yesterday after your adventure? You know, what's funny is I was so tired. I don't know if I told you. I don't think I told you that I was when we after the show, we went to bed, you know, the night before I was out with the guys and then Mm -hmm. I was out with you. (laughs) But I usually go to bed at like 930. And so after the show, you know, it's midnight. I don't maybe it was later. I don't know when you got home. So we're at Bowery. We go to the hotel, fall asleep. And that night I dream of sleeping. (laughs) <laughs> I dreamed I was in a car and someone was driving me and I was so tired I couldn't wake up oh my god you're like double dipping sleep sleepception what well, that's how tired I am so last night I was but I was just like I don't even remember what I was thinking about but I couldn't fall asleep exactly the same thing happened here all day I was like you know because I got up the next morning I was like to school after Salem this weekend which is like a long fun great late night weekend um all I could think about all day was like I can't wait until seven o'clock and I have a bath and I'm gonna go to bed it's gonna be amazing and then it rolled around and I was like well make popcorn oh well I'll watch a show oh well like and then I texted you when I texted you at almost 10 o'clock I thought you'd be out I did too and Adam too because I texted him when I was in bed but then I was I was just thinking going to the bathroom 47 times as one does so I wonder if I'm always wonder when we talk about sleep and illness, <laughs> there's a few other things. And I'm like, do people, I think we need to talk it out. Yep, we do. So that's just the way it is. You got to roll with the punches. It's very true. I am feeling very healthy, though. I got my crystals. I'm surrounded by crystals. And like <laughs> yeah. do tell. Are these Salem, new Salem crystals? or new are they Salem crystals. Yes. Can you show me while you explain to everyone? Okay, well, maybe just your favorite. Some of them are old crystals, but this is my favorite. This is one I got (gasps) in Salem. Um, And it is, I don't even know if you can see it. Oh, yeah. It looks like like a standing stone. He does, right? I love like the shape of it. And it's it's like a yellow citrine, which is supposed to remove self-doubt. And I'm like, that's what I need. You seem, you know, so confident, even knowing you, but you have some new projects, I do. you know, and that's always a risk. And I feel yeah. like people don't understand that the self-doubt when you take these risks. Just like a little spiritual insurance here. I also thought yellow citrine was for prosperity. And I was like, you know, I find that fascinating. It may also be. Um, let's look at I'm going to I'm going to do a Goog. I've never seen one that yellow, though. It's that's what sold me on it. I was like, wow, I was so drawn to it because I have a lot at home, but they're amber colored. I think it's also associated with the solar plexus chakra that I'm reading. Relieve negative energy, backache, combat depression and problems with the liver, which maybe that's why I was drawn to it. Yeah, prosperity, joy, energy. 
These are great. These are all oh, things I we love need. That. Joyful colors are never a bad thing to have around. I actually had the urge yesterday to paint my kitchen yellow. I didn't, but I spent all night in bed, like photoshopping yellow onto the walls to see what I think. What hue? Um. Well, my gut was like a daffodil. Uh, but then I, when I tried it, I hated it immediately. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more just like the need for joy and sunshine. Yeah, that's such a joyful color. Mm-hmm. And it can be so magical. See, I, I always lean more towards the golds. Yes. That's, it, the warmth. I don't know. Yeah, the warmth, but also like the mad, magical, mm-hmm. sparkling, you know. So we had a gold wall in our old house, but it it's hard to paint on metallic colors. I mean, for me, because I'm not an expert, but. It is. There's this, uh, where they used to be, I don't even know if it's still a thing, but there used to be this like Ralph Lauren paint. Um, and they had all these really cool textural options. One of them like was a suede and then they had a gold that was beautiful. It was just stunning in person. And I had done our living room or no, our, sorry, our dining room upstate when we lived there in it. And it was like waking up in the morning and that room got so much morning light and sitting in there with my computer and just like feeling like you're inside the sun was so glorious. It matters so much. Mm-hmm. I say all these little things matter. We cut it. I made Chandra cut it out of our last episode, but now I'll just say it again. But I was like, I feel like gardening matters and gardens and natural spaces matter so much more than we give them credit for. But I also feel with my dark green behind me that colors do too in our, in our home spaces and workspaces. And it's, that's why it's so weird to me that we're we've got it so wrong like Mm -hmm. that white is the base color that people and that's and that it's like all offices and stuff yeah and that landscaping is so just traditionally depressing barren I'm it's just weird those are two things that matter so much I think that's a mistake I think so too and I think you should also be like the paint color I choose today I may paint over in a year or six months and and like it's not permanent just keep painting try something out I think that's it too, the fear. Cause they're like, oh, if I choose something, I might not like it. But then you're stuck with white. Yeah, especially bold colors because yeah. you think, like, how am I going to paint over this? Yeah. Oh, uh, what are we doing today? I'm like, oh, I, I remember. I, we have a, I have a really good question for you. We were going to try to make this like a mini mini, but in true fashion, <laughs> we can cut all this out if we have to. I wonder how I many times know. people hear me say we can cut it out and then we actually never cut it we out. We never cut it out. No, no. You know, it's the thing is, it's like people can fast forward. You know, we're here to talk. Yeah. I love how you remind me of that all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You're like that. No, that's what it is. There's literally no other goal except just to talk. I know. But the secret that I have maybe revealed is that I never, the only, you know this about me, the only podcast I listened to before we started this one was the Buddhist one. And so it's such different nature. And then, but now I've gotten more into, I have like a list now. So I'm proud of you. Yeah. I still only really listen to murder, but I'm trying to (laughs) branch out. (laughs) All I listen to is weird metaphysical stuff that, that the weirdest stuff out there. So I don't know. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I got something. I'm not going to derail the train, but I got this really cool. Hold on. I'm going to show you. I'm going to stand up. It's getting loud, guys. Pete, bear with me. Let me see if I can reach into this bag. I don't know that I realized there was a whole wall of shoes behind you in this office. Oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's lots of shoes. Beautiful. This is also all shoes. But they're- oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, this is for us. This is for you, podcast listeners. Um, I got this in Salem. 
at this little adorable shop called house witch which i'm obsessed with and i'm obsessed with everybody who works there and the owners and just everything about it um and it basically i'm not going to open it right now but it tells you every single like transit of the planets what they're in which day so you can kind of be on the lookout you're going to be hearing a lot more about that in january 2024 (laughs) which is like (laughs) 40 days away or something crazy link that in the show notes because i want it and I Absolutely. want to click it and buy it. Okay, so speaking of talking, this is an interesting question. And the and the the um the listener who sent in this question, there was a lot more information about the dynamic that we but we don't need to get into all that, but we kind of cover maybe the broader strokes. Mm-hmm. So I'll um read it to you and then I can explain a little more. How do you deal with internal band drama with other band wives? whether it's jealousy, disrespect, or relationship issues that affect the band dynamic. What about others or your own jealousy when it comes to fans? So that was the question. There was a little bit more um, about like the, the things that the person was seeing and experiencing, but I think more importantly is just the general approach. So when I read this question, I kind of interpreted it as there was fighting between like the partners and their spouses, but mm-hmm. in spaces that were shared. Yes. Is that the vibe? That, that was, yeah. So it wasn't necessarily. Not like women fighting with women or, you know, partners fighting with partners, more just like they're fighting and making it uncomfortable. And then I have to kind of like pick a side. Yeah. But I got the sense there was also some disconnect between the band wives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think, and Misha and I, like we texted a little bit this morning about this um, because we don't, you know, the whole premise of this show is the opposite of that. I don't think that we've experienced it personally in our respective camps with other, you know, band wives and band partners because we're all super close. And, um, and I was thinking about it a little bit and, and I don't know that we would, I don't know that a partner like that would last very long. you know, or the band, I mean, who knows, like, because it would not fit in our camp. I think like we've been doing this a long time. We've been doing this together a long time. And we've kind of set an unspoken wall of boundaries around things like that. Um, so I would just say, you know, taking our experience kind of out of the equation, this one is tough because we are talking about a work environment that's super untraditional. You know, you're spending so much time together. You're spending time in your basically your bedroom every day because you're sharing like a sleeping space. You're sharing almost every space that you're in for months at a time, for years at a time. You know, my gut instinct is to say like there has to be separation. You can't bring toxicity. Um, you can't bring drama. You can't bring issues into those spaces because it really does affect everybody. It has such a toxic effect on everyone, but it's almost impossible sometimes not to, because where else are you going to have those conversations when you're having such an extreme life? I think, first of all, like if you're fighting that often about, you know, jealousy or the conditions of being in a band, I guess this may not be the right relationship for you, or it may not be the right career as a group, as a unit, you're allowed to make those decisions together. You're allowed to kind of set boundaries. 
um, and, and establish like a code of conduct within your shared spaces. If something is like happening often enough that it's bringing you down and it's damaging the collective, then you have the right to have a conversation about it, right? I don't know. I don't know. Did I answer that? What What do you think, Mish? You did. I, yeah, I feel like it's so tricky and I definitely wanted the person who sent the message was definitely on board with what you were saying. Like, I don't, I back away. I try to stay yeah. out of it, but sometimes it's so in front and maybe so toxic that I just, she almost was more curious about, you know, if that was happening elsewhere or something, but I agree with what you said um, as far as with, um taking back sunday it's such a professional over personal they're really serious about that and they're really good about that but also want to create a family atmosphere mm -hmm. i know it's a lot like coheed and so it's like want you want to be there for your friends when they're going through something without making it extra dramatic because there's so much inherent drama in the world you know in yeah. the, on being on stage and, and the travel and the fans and everything that I, I do think the more peace you can bring to the core of it is really important. But I also sometimes wonder, I don't know, I don't want to sound indelicate, but it's like you can buy into the fantasy. And then it's like that fantasy yeah. of jealous, you know, this like you need to be jealous, you need to be fighting, it needs to be high energy, it needs to be dramatic. I feel like it's almost like cinema. Yeah, like a little bit too cliche. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, when the stakes are really high, right? It's like, so if, and I'm not sure about this, the person who wrote in, um, if this is like a full-time job or if this is something that's like touring on the weekends or they're playing locally or whatever. Um, but when it's not like your bread and butter, I think it can almost amplify that in some ways because mm -hmm. it's like putting on a costume, you know, it's like trying on this yeah. identity. And so I think it's easier to turn it into something where there's a lot of emotion, there's a lot of excitement, and then there's a lot of like jealousy or all these other emotions. When you're doing it all day, every day for years and years and years, I think it's easier to fall into a rhythm and recognize when something is like toxic behavior or yeah. when something is valid, right? Even in that case, there's a time and the place to have that conversation. You can even have it in the shared space, but not at a time when it's going to affect everybody and they're about to do something that is like paying the bills. Um, yeah. and I also think it's really messed up to like make other people feel unwelcome in those spaces. So if the fighting is affecting the other partners, like this just sounds toxic to me. Yeah. And I think that's what the message, the person who messaged us was like, am I getting a read on this? Right. And we're mm -hmm. like, yes, you are. I think there will be times when personal life might feel like it's in shambles or like mm -hmm. really stressed or Ten, there's tension because we've had a lot of people talk about like social media and that can make plant all these seeds you know there is yeah. like especially if the insecurity or there's jealousy which is all relatively natural you know there's a there's a boundary or, and there's um a, but it's like if it happens it might happen if there's fights you're with yeah. someone for 15 20 years you're, there's gonna be a bad weekend or something but it's a matter of that boundary of like acknowledging that these are your friends who you live with, <laughs> who yeah. you want to be able to talk with about your personal problems. And also that you're, it's your, also your job. It's a tricky yeah. thing. I don't know. I want to like also acknowledge like the jealousy and the frustration and the bad behavior potentially or something, if that's what it's stemming from. I don't know. We, but 
like you already said, then maybe it's not the right relationship or not the right job or dynamic. Well, and on all sides, right? It's like if you have 10 people um, on the road for five months or three months or whatever, it's like statistically speaking, one of them is going to be having a problem, an emotional breakdown. You know, there's going to be, there are going to be things that come up for sure. And, and, you know, these are things that people are battling. Um, We talked about like mental health on the road. Yes. Yeah. Had Tamson Embleton on the show who talks about the lives of touring musicians and the crew and, you know, and all these texts and how challenging that can be. So we're talking about situations coming up for the partner while the person may or may not be around. Maybe this is, you know, a time when they haven't seen this person for three months and they come out to a show and it's like now everything, this is the chance, right? To like have a face-to-face conversation or like air the grievances. And you get that. Like I, as a human being, I totally understand that. But as a professional, I really struggle with how do you have that balance between knowing that like these are your friends, you want to support them, you love them, you love each other, but you also need to like get through the day. And so, yeah, I mean, I think in this situation of the um, the person who asked the question, is that a conversation that the band has to have about like, what do we allow in our shared space? And as band wives mm-hmm. <laughs> ourselves, yeah. I feel like, you can set that up for yourself. You can tell your partner, like, or the other women, if you want to, you know, like, I actually don't feel comfortable talking about this, right? Or do you not think that there could be parameters? You can, you know, like, talk to your partner and be like, when I'm there at your show, it's really uncomfortable when that's happening. Wonder if that was a conversation that could be had. Yeah, for sure. And it sounds like maybe they don't have much of a relationship outside of this, like, shared uh, space. So maybe, you know, maybe that's something that, that the women can work on together. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in this case, it's wives, obviously. So we say the women, but go have a lunch, go do something that normal people do and like get to know these people and maybe be able to form, I don't know, a trust circle bond. of trust. Yeah. Like <laughs> you go there and maybe that takes some of the edge off of this jealousy or this like toxic behavior, even if it's warranted, even if it's justified. Um, it's not healthy. It's not good for anybody. Um, yeah. There's so much to think. I'm like just thinking more than I'm speaking because I'm like, I don't really, it's so complicated because I don't want to undermine, like you said, whether it's justified or not. I don't know. It doesn't really matter in yeah. the end because it is like, where's the line between personal and professional? And you, if, you know, it's not like working in a law office or it's not like working in a restaurant, but imagine that just like any other job, it would be very inappropriate to be having a personal argument in front of the whole office. Yes. So it, but it's also tricky because lawyers don't live at the office for two months at the time yeah. at a time. So yeah. I don't know. Things I don't are know. going to come up, right? It's like anything. Things will come up. You will have moments. But I think it's the what you do in the aftermath of that. Like, you know, if you recognize this is happening, these, you know, these two are having a hard time, just a gentle reminder, you know, that like, hey, guys, I get like some shit is going down. Yeah. But I have no experience. Zero. And I mean, I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I have zero so. experience in this. I don't know. I 
I just, I'm literally yeah. like, what would happen? Like, you know, I'm trying know. to like put myself in that That's place. maybe why I'm stumbling through it. I'm like, I've never, even when early, you know, other iterations of the band and, and there was, um, uh, changes it's ne- never been that's no. never been the thing so uh-huh. I just have no I've always loved everyone so much even after breakups and stuff I loved everyone you know and so I'm like gosh I can't when wives and partners come out it's always the best time like that's the most fun being on the yeah. road because then you're all hanging out together and like spending time and like watching the show so I don't the only time I've ever encountered this was a long 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 time ago with a uh members who who are no longer involved but some like really wild behavior um, I think I missed that I came later and so yeah. I've maybe heard stories but I have no experience yeah once everybody's like solid and you know and in their spaces and older and like settled in but um yeah but like shock and uh uh-huh. <laughs> maybe that's what our <laughs> messenger is like going through right now I, yeah they're like yeah what? And at that time, it was just kind of like, like, it was so foreign and bizarre and like something that we had never seen that it was like, um, oh, well, this, this isn't going to work. Oh, this can't work. Like, this can't be a thing that happens. Um, so it w- really was like less of a conversation and more of like, no. if this is like how yeah. you're going to act, like you can't, con- you can't be here. That's <laughs> like, that's it, you know, you're not invited. Um. Yeah. I just I think know. like being able to, because you want people to feel safe. Yeah. And that's just something you work on, I guess, forever as like a family on the road. I mean. Yeah, I know. I I feel like maybe I'm sure there have been times when Adam and I were like, argue, you know, like that the energy you can sense sometimes it's like a couple. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, maybe people are like, oh, something's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think for the most part, and that's different. If people are like, oh, something weird is going yeah. on. Great. That's best case scenario. If people, yes. if people are like, oh, shit, these two are like fighting it out, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Claude and I have moments of like, especially like passive aggression. Where I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know what I You know, but. Um, I, lo- I like your advice of creating the coalition amongst the partners, trying to be like, is everything okay? You know, if you have, can build the rapport potentially, eventually, if it's not there yet, you know, and kind of be like, to support and also be like not a judge of their behavior maybe like a mirror or help people reflect their own behavior and be like is this what you want you know this is what I'm seeing is this a true reflection of your relationship I don't know eventually maybe I think you're totally right and I think that you and I are similar in that way where it's like I would rather draw somebody in than like push them out and it sounds like that's the missing piece in this because if they were close, if the partners were close and they did have a relationship, this could be a conversation that you have like before it becomes a thing. Like I notice something is up. You seem really on edge. Do you want to talk about something before it's like an explosion that's now like clouding everybody's space? You know, the reason we started this show is that sometimes you feel alone in this lifestyle mm-hmm. and not like for me, I'm so, you know, not that, but it's such a unique set of circumstances including the jealousy and these strange plays of identity and all, all the things that it can feel really isolating. And so when there's, you know, four partners backstage, this is like a time for you to bring it in and bond over those shared experiences and hopefully serve as, you know, support and therapy for each other. And when they are struggling before it gets wild. Was it Krista who's talking about like the charcuterie? 
Oh, she yes. went, yes. <laughs> an idea. Yeah, bring the, the charcuterie in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to change the energy is amazing. Yeah. I mean, not that it's anyone's job or like fix this because they're you're you know better or anything like a that sort of thing. But no. it's like if it could be a role to go in and help change the energy, that would be like an amazing thing to do in the world in any space. So yeah, it's an opportunity, maybe. Absolutely. And the, you know, the jealousy portion of that question, just keep it in check. It's tricky. It's a tricky one. I feel like more than anything, the jealousy thing is like a conversation that I need to have with my partner and be like, I am feeling insecure or jealous for these reasons. Could we have a boundary? Could we, could you just console me? Could it be, I need to, to grow up? You know, I need to, you know, there's all kinds of facets to that especially because I mean you're probably talking about situations in which you like a partner doesn't really have a right to be jealous because it's nobody's fault right like when you're a musician you're an athlete you're a celebrity of any kind you're in a position to kind of be idolized by people and it can get weird you know there (laughs) there are infatuations there are misplaced emotions like that are it's inappropriate yeah behavior. it's inappropriate I, all the time yeah. and, <laughs> and that's not necessarily a reason to be jealous right. or angry or retaliatory at your partner like they're kind of caught in the crossfire right be the on the same too. team that's the whole point of a relationship yeah, yeah it's just par for the course and that's something that you have to like just move on move beyond you know it has very little to do with them and more to do with yourself and being comfortable and confident and solid enough in your relationship that it just doesn't touch you anymore. I thought you were going to say it's less about them and more about parasocial relationships. <laughs> that too. I wish I said that. I'm going to edit that out and change it. <laughs> no, both both might be true. But that's fine too because they wouldn't even have the opportunity to play. You need I fans know. and fans need to connect deeply to what you're putting out. And so yeah. that's like not only it's a blessing, but it can also be uncomfortable at times and it's so normal to have like crushes on people that inspire you that's totally normal behavior I mean without crossing a line like there's an admiration and I think a lot of the times with women sometimes like from female fans they interpret adoration as something else and it's it's like you can respect somebody without like trying to sleep with that you know that's not like you really as a partner have to just say like, uh, Oh, this is me. Like I'm the one putting uh, a tone to this. It's fine. Fans are great. It's the best. Just be grateful for the community and, and grow a thick skin. Yeah. It's yeah. And that's what the person messed. I want to like, I don't know why I keep feeling the need to defend, but I know, you know, she's listening. I'm like, that's what she was saying. She's like, I guess I've, have this natural self-confidence totally. and so I can see it more clearly. And that is true because we're all different. And so it's like, if you happen to have or have built or worked really hard on to, you know, this inner confidence or strength, it's like, there's so many different creative ways to approach those emotions. Yes. And we've had so many women on the show where it's like, do you have any advice? And that's kind of the number one thing that we hear echoed over and over and over is like, if you are a person who naturally gravitates to like drama or jealousy or hierarchy, like this is not 
the lifestyle for you. It might not be the lifestyle for you. And I would, I would seriously consider how much of your life you want to spend fighting with your partner, you know, really, because yeah. it's, it, it can take some time to get to a place of Zen about it all. So, and that's like not yeah. discouraging, but yeah, do something, go out, like find a hobby. That's what do I thought, get a life. I thought of Chloe's yeah. advice yeah. while you're talking. So I was like, that's what it is. It's like, you have, your relationship is obviously incredibly important, yes. but so is your relationship to your pet, <laughs> to yeah. what you're interested in learning about, to your job, to your friends, to your, and so if it's just like, if it's all the strands are like creating a balance versus just like this one crazy wobbling connection yeah. to your partner. And to your self-esteem, like that relationship is really important. And the only way I think to feel confident is to get better at things and to experience <laughs> things like truly it's like, you know, if you're worried about somebody like leave and, and jealous, that's a whole other conversation. Like, why are we jealous? Why do we feel yeah. these things? Is it really because we think somebody will leave us for somebody else? Generally, it's not. It's not feeling valuable. It's not feeling valued. Insecurity. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, working on yourself can really boost that it can be a you know game changer for both of you so if you do love the person you want to stick it out you know and I think the as you said like the question what is it questioner question asker the, yeah, mes the messenger <laughs> messenger, <laughs> the, messenger. Uh, the messenger seems to really be like echoing what we're saying and be on the side of it where she doesn't feel this way um, and is looking for advice or experience in the other direction but I think, you know, for us, it's like we kind of don't experience that so much. I never experienced it. So this is a weird. I was like, I feel like I can give theoretical insights into this. So maybe that's good, too, because otherwise it might be too pinpointed, too specific to whatever the dynamic. I don't know. I was like, I think, too, all the jealousy stuff on the on the flip side is like open communication boundaries. Yeah. Uh, Like you deserve to be told that you're loved and you're beautiful and that, sure. that you deserve to be told and you know all whatever or at and shown of course so I feel like there's both are you getting what you need from your relationship are you communicating what you need from your relationship and are you okay with your relationship with yourself to the point where you're managing that I think that's perfect yeah okay. so good luck I hope <laughs> I mean it seems like you're doing great which is yeah. amazing, you know, yeah. and that's really all that matters. Everybody else needs to establish their own thing and figure it out on their end, but keep powering through and being lovely. And yeah, thanks for writing in. Hope we answered something. <laughs>